0: Today, when you think of pure, unconditional love, it's hard to compare the memory-lapsed love contained in an animal companion. In today's episode, your curators of the curious look beyond the companionship of our animal brethren, and at some real cases of them saving human lives. Join us as the Something Perplexing podcast looks at these animal lifesavers. I miss her. I'm Patty. And I'm Khalid. Khaled. Woof woof, y'all.
1: There's a special oh, woof, guest woof, woof, here. Y'all. There's yeah. a special guest here. Oh. oh. Who do we have here? That is Lily. She's my huh? cat, one what of them. She,
2: what does she she's, sound like?
1: Oh, she doesn't know how to meow. She goes like that. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, no, she's from the streets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's got
2: things my to say.
1: F- yeah, but it's not meowing.
0: I was a big dog person growing up, yeah. right? So, like, mm-hmm. in Trinidad and shit, like, we had dogs. I loved those dogs, dude. But then um, that kind of condo life, I feel like um, it was cats. It moved to cats, and I so fall in love with cats, dude. Even though yeah. I feel like my... F- my first cat and up kind of like training him as dog. And I feel like mm-hmm. it mentally affected. Oh, okay. I, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Study it. Study yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I was rough with him and I kind of trained him like a dog. And the cat gets super aggressive, man. It's oh. an aggressive cat. That's cats, it's like bro. super aggressive.
2: That's like I, all cats, I feel like. <laughs> Not all. The ones that you train to be rough, they claw you.
0: Yeah, bro. Right. This one have some sitcom bullshit elements. that I talking about Three vets had to ban the cat from coming to the vet office for life? We talking about three different offices. We don't. We don't bring this cat here anymore. I was like, oh, no.
1: what? Yes, with Babel <laughs> I was going to ask what cat was it, It was Bibble, okay. Bibble,
0: 17 years, long run cat, man. I was a family member when it passed.
2: Yeah, I had had cats like that.
0: They're, they're,
2: you know, they say dogs are man's best friends, but my dogs never brought me any treats. My cat did, but they were kind of alive and you know, you know, why are you bringing a rat into the house? You know, (laughs) now all the cats are indoor cats. No more outdoor, nothing. (laughs) They were afraid to go outside.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: A lizard went into my old apartment one time. Lily doesn't hunt, but Loki does. And that poor lizard. It didn't didn't live. No. No.
0: My cat got a couple lizards. I remember my cat one time. Heavy drinking night. Heavy out late night. And the cat couldn't move, man. And it it cared for me, come Uh up to my face, it licked me, it like sit with me. And that wasn't even his disposition.
1: So it's funny that you say that this is not what I'm going to talk about today. But I read two different stories. One of them was this woman had a cat. I forgot the cat's name. And she said that the cat wasn't like one of these cats. You know, that there's cats that are a little bit more like they'll go up to people like my cats like want to be on top of me all day. But there's cats that are not like that. They're very independent. She said her cat was very independent. She said her cat started coming up to her and like hitting her neck and meowing and hitting her neck and meowing. And she's like, what the hell's going on? And continuously the cat would hit the same spot on her neck and meow. And she's like, I'm gonna go to the doctor because this is weird. She had a a lump underneath her skin that was cancer there. Oh. Um, then there was another one where the cat started acting weird uh, with the woman that, and it would jump on her left breast or right breast. I don't know. And she's like, what is going on? Why does the cat continue to do that? She had breast cancer.
2: Wow. They could sense. Like they they can smell. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought dogs did that only.
0: Like dogs who could, could smell cancer in a body, but Cats, too, huh? interesting. Yeah, I hear that with the dogs. Like, like, they could smell certain cancers and stuff like that. I didn't know that was a cat thing, dude. God damn.
1: Cats are superior to dogs. You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Anything a dog can do, a cat can do better.
0: I, that's, that's a one, a tree recommendation of cats, <laughs> all right? We okay. don't drive it away. Okay. dog people
1: no no i will say something though and then i'll stop talking cuz i'm talking too much cat no. people cat people we like dogs right like i like dogs if i like you know i like dogs i'm nothing against dogs if i see one in the street i'm like oh my god a dog oh my god a puppy dog people i've come across dog people that are like i don't like cats who the fuck are you like <laughs> doesn't like a cat
2: because the cat may not like them.
1: They're the most beautiful creatures in the world. It's true, though. Tell me no. Tell me no. no. You have That's those weird. dog people friends that legit are like, oh, I don't like cats.
0: Yeah, that is that is weird. You know, the dog people that have like something against cats. Like you don't find as much cat people with complete resentment for dogs. No. That's something I never think about it. But now that you bring it up, it's it's, It's true. Yeah. It's true. true.
2: I got got both. I got dogs and cats. You know, they don't get along, but you know.
1: But where does your allegiance lie? We need to know.
2: Whoever's in the house at night, they can like slit my throat. So the cat. Okay. (laughs) But while outdoors, the dog.
1: Like when you're walking
2: out late at night in the backyard and something's rustling in the bushes, I call my dogs, come here, come here. Those bastards stay in the back. They they won't even come out at night into the grass. They stay on the the dry pavement like chickens, big (laughs) chickens.
0: chickens. (laughs) You know, I feel with cats and dogs, like the big, like, like, like a dog is like that dude who you could hang out with and just laugh and have fun but the cat would develop yourself the cat would develop your soul the cat would develop your spirit but should dog fun dude
1: the dog is like the friend that you have that you do fucked up shit and he eggs you on he has blind loyalty you are his friend you are his everything a cat will judge yes. you and tell you that you're doing some fucked up shit so it's like a different relationship that allows you to better yourself with a dog you're just going to continue those dumb ass habits you have because they're going to encourage them a cat is not going to entertain that shit
2: i do one strange thing with my, my cat once wow. I, I i put her on the she lays on the floor and then i just twirl around in circles huh? and then i slide her across huh?
3: oh. and then
2: she comes back and she sits down she wants more so I like i should take a video so twirl her around and slide her across, just very fluffy. Oh, I'll send you guys a video. But none of these pets that I have are heroes. I haven't saved anybody
1: that I you didn't. know of.
0: Uh, yeah, true, true. I'm just saying I'm just saying we should just give a special shout. Like I surprised you didn't bring up your chicken, buddy. My chicken. Like,
1: you didn't save anybody. Saved your life.
0: Did during the
2: pandemic. <laughs> My pet chicken TT. Come on. Yeah, TT. He was such a good friend, and then he just disappeared. Other, other, you know, maybe he ran off and made a new family or something. But you know, I have no idea.
1: He was like Mary Poppins. She served her purpose and she had to move on to help another family. That was your chicken.
2: Okay, good. I, I like that. Ooh. I that mm-hmm. Now we have a, about five more that came
0: into the neighborhood.
2: Maybe family. I have no idea.
1: She sent them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was Ooh. like, "This one is a good human to help." Mm-hmm. Go that way,
2: and and they laid, totally they laid an egg in my yard. So we have a pet chicken now. We hatched it, twenty one days, popped out of the shell, and now it's it's getting big. I don't think we named her yet. Got to figure that out.
1: Is the goal for them to lay eggs so you don't have to spend five dollars on eggs I, anymore?
2: Yeah, but these chickens are so small, man. They're like pff, tiny chickens. I don't. Know, I'm used to the big white ones. You know, that lay tons of eggs. These guys, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think they escaped some Santeria house and Mm. just, you know,
0: brutal. (laughs) So what you guys think about, like, different things. So we explore the chicken. How you guys feel about the pig as a pet? Because I hear it, like, is a very emotional, clingy animal, dude. Like, I I, I hear the pig specifically could have, like, that type of dog-level attachment.
1: Yeah, I heard it's comparable to a pet dog, which is, like, gruesome that we eat it.
2: Oh, yeah. They're smart. They're smart animals. And I remember seeing a story about a pig. You guys read that story about the pig that saved the owner from having a heart attack? Mm-mm. No. owner had a heart attack in her house. The pig got worried, ran outside into the street, and it played dead until somebody came up to check on it popped up and it, it okay. kind of led the person back to the house. So he came over here and saved his owner's life by pretending to be dead.
1: Wow.
2: Getting help. Yeah. Get I, I got to get the name of that pig. But, you know, that was interesting.
1: So it's like, should I get a pet pig?
2: It depends what kind of pig you get. If you get a, a pig that'll be your know, friendly and you walk it and all that, great. If you get a pig that's going to like eat you when you die or something. Because that could, that could happen. Have you seen that?
1: I I haven't, but I don't care. Oh. Like, if I have a pet and I'm in the house and nobody knows and they need to eat. If they need to eat me, they need to eat me. I'm cool with that. Okay. I don't care. I'm dead.
0: True. Give him back. Petty's they, a giver. The cat will eat you. Like, I never hear those stories about the dog, but the cat is completely comfortable with eating our almonds so i'm a massive lane stanley fan and apparently that's how lane stanley died when he um died in his condo the cat eat like part of the almond stuff
1: Mm-mm. cats still have a little bit of wild in them they're not fully domesticated yet
0: yeah i feel that what about hamsters what you guys think about hamsters that's a big one plenty of people have hamsters i, 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 I you've never had a hamster anybody I had one and it died so quickly. I,
2: I had a few and, you know, don't feed it like raw lettuce. That has to be green, just saying things happen. But we had one that would always escape, right? Always escape. So I'm there watching Quantum Leap one day, you know, Quantum Leap, great show. And we get word,
0: the hamster disappeared. Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. We talk about old school Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. Okay, old school Bakula.
1: But I heard the new one is good too.
2: Yeah, it is. I've seen a couple episodes. I got, I gotta pick it back up and watch. But um, dude, I was watching it and then we got word: hamster escaped again. Where is the hamster? Let's go look for the hamster. I run out to the backyard. Actually, after looking in the house, get to the backyard, shine the lights, and we see my dog. With the hamster in his mouth, and he does this—he has it in his mouth, up in the air, down the hatch. I was like, ah, all right, back to the show. Ouch! I was like, I didn't like the hamster anyway, but dude, that's what you get for escaping, hamster—you get eaten by a dog. Taught him a lesson. Ouch! But I—I I, I saw that visual. I actually witnessed it up and in. And I was like, oh, whatever.
0: It's done <laughs> Poor Hemi. Uh, let you switch gears. Yeah. <laughs> Since you mentioned that level of, of, of destruction, will you, will you guys think about So, Tiger King? Just the sprinkle some Tiger King. You think those people that have those type of... You think it have like particular animals that cannot be pets, that cannot be trained, that cannot be domesticated?
2: I'm always rooting for the tiger in any situation eat him take that arm
1: <laughs> I agree with Khalid
0: I feel like um, was the name of the two magicians they had like such a solid oh. relationship with that tiger but
1: that so was like solid. a pet,
0: not so solid that tiger flip
1: well it would make me nothing like nothing in this life seriously nothing in this life would make me happier than to go like and just like hug a tiger and mm. like just like be in its face and cuddle it like I wouldn't do it ever
2: (laughs) I was at a uh birthday party DJ Khaled had a birthday party for his kid and we got invited to bring kids out there right so we brought kids out there and at the party he had a somebody from the zoo Miami with a tiger so I went up and I touched a tiger that fur is not soft it's very coarse it's rough not friendly, <laughs> not,
1: uh, like an adult tiger or a, a baby. baby?
2: Oh, okay, baby cub, okay. yeah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But if you guys want to touch one, uh, Everglades Outpost in Florida City, they have white bangle tigers out there.
1: A wanna... big one,
2: big one, yeah.
1: I don't want to touch a big tiger, I feel like you gotta, he's not gonna want that.
2: No, I don't think so. He's gonna want you to turn around and you could touch his butt area so you don't want to get near the
0: face. Uh, I'm just thinking. That's just thinking okay that's as close Uh, as i want (laughs) to get i just want to say like this has officially become the most miami podcast when a dude called khalid on the podcast could just casually sprinkle that i went to dj khalid kid birthday party and then we see a a white tiger and i pet him and shit like Mm -hmm. like that's 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 some miami shit right there buddy but it was a lot of
2: people didn't get invited you know so i didn't get to see him personally but i was in the background with some kids some program i work with you know it's all good
1: Is uh did you get invited
0: no no i, I, I didn't not one I,
1: did. I didn't get invited either no so
0: you're one out of tree, buddy there you go <laughs> I was so, like hey i have
2: your name dude <laughs> uh, what about
0: what about pet fish though Shit, I feel like we cut it into time, but serious, what about fish? They're delicious. (laughs) Like pet fish, like goldfish and shit like that. Some fish live to be like 10 years plus, buddy. It's a thing's 10 years plus, but I think his parents kept changing the fish. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years. (laughs) Fish die in the first week. They just keep getting the same blue fight every week
2: <laughs> fish I don't know
1: fish can't land one one no
2: they can jump out the tank though that's about all they can do I I don't I don't
1: I don't why I don't want to fish. I don't know like they just swim around that's great but they can do that in the ocean. Like why do I need to have them in a tank? Like you, I can't really engage with them.
2: You can engage with them. Oh. If you go to an Asian um, massage or pedicure manicure place and you put your wow. feet in a bucket. Yes. And a fish just poke at your feet and eat all the dead skin. They love dead skin.
1: Oh my gosh. Just my saying. head hurts now. Yes.
2: <laughs> Would you have fish uh, like attack your feet <laughs> to pick at it?
1: No. <laughs> See, again, it just, just had saving. so much shit unrolled in that story. I was about- like animal slavery
0: so much so much so much fun (laughs) but some of these animals though (laughs) they have the ability to save a life Mm
3: -hmm.
0: a human life Mm -hmm. haled have you Mm. heard such tales and if so what was this tale every
2: day i i cook up a meal chicken beef they're saving my life (laughs) because they're delicious Mm, mm, mm. even really fish delish. they do save your life that way but dude I have one story because there's so many stories about animals doing amazing things I don't want to just I don't know half their names because I see videos all the time of dogs protecting a person from a wild horse wild bear I don't know it's some crazy interesting stuff out there but the one that I was looking at real quick was a pigeon because back in like World War One, mostly there's a pigeon called Cherie Am. Cherie Am? I don't know. It basically means um, uh, Cherie Am, French for dear friend. So this pigeon would send messages to the front lines to inform their troops of what's going on. So this pigeon made many, many trips back and forth. It Eventually, you know, didn't make it all the way, but I think they actually have, it didn't make it back... You know, did it make it back? I don't know. But these pigeons were amazing, flying back and forth, sending messages to the front lines. And they have it stuffed in a museum now. After it died, they stuff it and they stick it in a museum.
1: Pigeons yeah. are actually really smart, right?
2: Yes, they are. And oh, Can I tell a story of a pigeon that I had? Yeah. Okay, cool. So back in Miami Dade College, I was sitting there, right? And at Miami the Kendall campus, there's a bunch of cats just roaming around the place. So like, okay, we're in college. Animals are hunting. And there was this white pigeon that the cat attacked. So we're there watching the cat attack the bird, hopefully to eat the bird. And then this lady comes up and says, what you all sitting there for? Somebody get up and save that bird. So I'm like, shit, okay. So some kid jumped down and chased the cat off. And we're like, okay, the cat's got to eat, right? And then she says, "Okay, uh, somebody's got to save it now. You can't just leave it there." So I, I picked it up, and I, and it had a hole in his chest from the attacker. And my grandfather told me how to fix that. You so take some flour and stick it in there. I'm like, I'm not cooking it, but you know, my 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 buddy from uh from college is Eva. She took it home for me when I got home. I Patched it up, and you know. It was in my uh, house for like months. Then one day it escaped. I'm like, okay, cool. It ran off. Flew up to the trees and the power lines. Came back in the next day. The next morning, it was back in the cage. It came back to the cage. So it just stayed in our house. So it would come inside, sit down, watch movies with us. Fly back to his cage. Fly around the neighborhood. You know, it was a pet bird.
0: Are you kidding me, dude? No, man.
2: A pigeon, creature. a white pigeon, yeah, to come in the house, sit down, and watch movies with us. <laughs> and it escaped the house, and then come back, come escape the cage, and came back into the cage. That was its home. Oh, wish I could have trained that sucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what happened? Where did it go? Did it die? Like
2: you don't, you don't know the rest of that story. <laughs>
0: This fucking story is obvious, dude. I need the end of this story, yeah. bro. It lived a happy
2: life and had many, many kids. Now, <laughs> he got friendly with the dog. I'm like, why?
1: Wait, the same <laughs> yes. dog that yes. ate the hamster? I think so. I think you, is that dog still alive?
2: No, he, he died. Bug died a long time ago. Oh,
1: okay.
2: I come home, <laughs> I'm like, I was so pissed. Awesome dog. I was pissed. The pigeon was like spread eagle, seriously, in front of the dog. Head missing. I'm like you. Oh man, mm, who do I hate the most, <laughs> dude? I, I my poor bird.
1: Was... I'm gonna say. A, oh, sorry. Go ahead, no no. I say a really quick pigeon story because I feel like we're kind of unraveling here. But where I lived before, one day there was Walgreens across the street, and one time I'm walking to the Walgreens, and I see a pigeon dead on the floor, missing its head, like clean cut. Like the chest cavity was gone. And I'm like, dude, is somebody fucking doing brujeria here and just throwing it in front of my building? And I was like so disgruntled. I'm like, I go to Walgreens. <sighs> I come back from Walgreens, you guys, and my apartment, there was a fence right next to it. I'm like walking. And when I look up, do you know what was on the fence? What? Well, a just... hawk. Oh, a ginormous Ooh hawk dude i backpedaled i said this hawk is gonna murder me i like walked back and i went in through the other entrance i had a door in my kitchen i went through that door i was like Giant, <laughs> beautiful the ginormous nice.
0: the hawk eat the bird head
1: i think i interrupted him
0: oh i think yours. i interrupted
1: him and he dropped it so i left when I came back, it was gone. So he did something with it. He finished it off. He did something.
0: Hmm. I think this is great. I so, see. To you- watch a to watch a snake eat uh, a mouse is, is awesome. <laughs> it is the creepiest, coolest thing to see. I had like one question. What do you mean you put flour in the whole cavity of the dove? So to stop the... It was like a... F- piece of flour it was like cooking flour it was cooking flour you know
2: stuff it in there Make- that gotcha. and it, it's, it sucks up all whatever and just you know packs it in so it's good for clotting uh, clotting wounds and good for bacon chicken gotcha. for birds
0: Goddamn <laughs> yeah the whole um the whole message bird thing do mm-hmm. this was journey war right and they, yeah they was sending like what World War one because my animal right. was from World war one yeah they used a lot of animals in world war one like i was watching this movie
2: about horses and there was like this war horse story that was amazing but i don't know if that horse is real or not but you know horses were abused big time in world war one and then you had carrier pigeons that would take messages to the front line and Informed the troops when nobody else could get to them, so yeah, Sherry, uh me, dear friend,
0: that's my guy. Uh, oh, I, I just want to say, bro, like yeah. the the engineering, like the actual logistics behind that, is something I always had like curiosity about. How exactly the bird? cuz this is like medieval times things mm-hmm. right like apparently they would use carrier birds in prehistory days and they would be it would be on point they would move it from like one town to the next and that would be the the, the transit uh, information man mm-hmm. yeah man it's like the, it's like everything you see in harry potter
2: with the uh, owls coming in and you know taking <laughs> messages there you go. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, though. But I feel like uh, if a pigeon stays long enough in your house,
0: take them somewhere else, they can find their way back. Pigeons. Is that the case? It's Like a muscle memory kind of thing? I've heard Maybe. that. But how did they find the troops in the front because line? a muscle memory?
2: What if, what if the birds went to the wrong team, right? No hero then. Oh, I mean... Wait. I mean... Instead of sending the, a message to the French troops... They sent it to the German troops. I
3: well, to... I mean,
0: well, let me throw this out here. you yeah. Marty, you want to hear my story real fast, quick before you talk? All right. So hear this one mm. in line with what you say. Right. right. I'm going to get back to what you were saying about how, how he distinguished. Yeah. But, but my animal was a bit different. His name was Sergeant Stubby. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Stubby was known by some as a Boston Terrier, but apparently some taught that he was a a mixed dog or as in Trinidad, you would call a pot hound. (laughs) You know, he was just a completely unknown, undetermined mix. So in 1917, on the campus of Yale, this stray-ass dog just wandered into the campus, right? And apparently on Yale campus, the soldiers said he won a 2nd Inventory Division. Yeah, there he is. Patty got a picture of him. But he ro- roamed into the Yale area while they were training. And he just gravitated p- towards one particular guy. Yeah. Called, um, I, did, I Like Patty just showed me the cartoon, I had no idea it was a cartoon until I see the story. I didn't even see the cartoon, but I was like, God damn. (laughs) But this guy, Corporal Roger Conroy, he saw the dog tail. It was like a little weird and stumpy. And he was like, I'm going to call him Stubby. So he and the guy, they bond. They become pals. He tried to kick him out. He keeps sneaking back into the camp, going straight to uh, Corporal Conroy, right? So eventually he ended up keeping the stray dog. The whole battalion in, the, in Yale get super attached to the dog. Eventually, they, during the course of World War I, they he gets shipped out to France. The story was that Conroy sneaked the dog onto the ship because he was not allowed to be on the ship, right? So, sneak him on. When the commanding officer eventually find the dog, the orders was to take the dog and throw his ass off the boat. You gotta <laughs> kill that dog, dude. You got not have, like, dog shit and stuff like that on the boat. So you're gonna kill that dog. But the dog win the love of the commanding officer because the Corporal Conroy teach him to salute. So apparently <laughs> the dog had, like, get up and, like, make a full salute to the sergeant and, it, like, melt his heart. Regardless, they let the dog stay on the ship. They went into the front line. not blood. Now, serious, real blood shedding at this particular point. People dying. But the dog eventually gets so used to hearing the explosions and stuff like that, he's starting to react to everything. This one soul dog on the front lines, running out, hearing people like groaning and dying, finding them, barking to alert people to come Rescue people who can't move, and the people that was mobile, he was finding them, bringing them back to the camp. The dogs could distinguish between English and German, so this is where 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 I look back to you, dude. That's apparently the case, and he here, and this is what get him promoted to sergeant. This one guy was communicating. In a secret little area in German. And nobody had known he was a spy, but he was a German spy. Dog him talking German. Dog was like, grab him, grab his neck and shit like that. Yeah. <sighs>
1: wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice.
0: And then they catch the guy. They probably torture the German out of him and <laughs> realize that he was a German spy. That's when uh yeah, dog got promoted to sergeant. Wow. Technically outranking his order private quadroy at the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Then the dog apparently. Um before that had taken place, it had like a, a mustard gas situation. So a big thing in the first phases of World War One was using gas, like poison gas attacks. The dog get damaged from the poison gas attacks and then had like a particular sensitivity to smelling poison gas. One day they had like hit them and this gas was apparently something that you wouldn't smell. It would seep in, kill people like two hours after the fact. Dogs smell the gas. Warn the whole troop. Everybody get evacuated. Yeah. He saved lives, man. He eventually gets shipped back to the um to the to America. He was welcomed as a hero.
3: Oh, this is so... and uh
0: yeah. Spendy Russ's life in parades. You know the uh Georgetown football team? No. I think the Hoyas <laughs> or something like that. Some oh. college football team, right? And they have like this big bulldog looking dog. Apparently they base it on Stubby. Yeah. Mm. And just like your your pigeon, Khalid. Yeah. When he die, they stuff him. And they put him on display. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Poor was Stubby. donated. Apparently when they leave you, the, uh war, Conroy ended up being a lawyer. And Stubby um stay with his side, dude. Went to parades and shit like that. Probably get like a little. Subsidy, something they hook him up. They ha- he had like a shitload of awards too, man. I know one of them was like a purple heart. Let me tell you if I could find the full award list for this particular dog, yeah. But all all stubble up, man. All stubble up, He's all stubble.
1: very cute.
0: He has a lot, and I didn't a bunch of like um.
2: French ladies make a a jacket for him or something to put all,
0: all his medals on. Yeah, I, I read about to... that. Yeah, like apparently when he was leaving the um the war, the French the women in the French village, um, because he had like two injuries. He had well a little bit maybe three injuries. He had the gas situation. He had like shrapnel when uh, this retreating German squad had like threw a grenade. Uh, and the shrapnel went into his like chest and his foot. He ended up recovering from that. And when he was leaving the village, the the French women in the village make that particular cloak that you was talking about. Here, here are the um awards he get: three service stripes, a Yankee division YD patch, a French medal, Battle of Verdum, a first annual American Legion conventional medal a purple heart the sixth annual american legion convention among a larger list than that dude but god damn wow so that old stubby he became a, a celebrity after that
1: and there's a yes. movie after him
0: yeah i had no idea but apparently it'd have like an animated movie there's so many interesting ways they use animals for wars you know? but you see, bra like that's that he he could uh distinguish the language, apparently man mm- mm-hmm. at least that's how the dog do it. maybe the bird could do it the same way like distinguish language or I don't know just a quick note
2: too there was a horse actually in a world war two world no the Korean War named Sergeant Reckless, and this horse got two purple hearts, two. A horse for carrying supplies to the front line. I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> do I get a purple heart? <laughs> no.
0: uh, that Sergeant purple heart Rick- is, yeah, it's no Rick-
2: joke. Reckless. Yeah. The horse is reckless and it got two purple hearts. You got to be reckless. Who names a horse reckless? <laughs> do you see that one? He wild. Oh, wild, him,
0: dude. send me that. Woo-hoo. I'll have that yeah. link for you guys to check. Yeah. <sighs> I want to talk about finales. I want to talk about like big things. I want to talk about the end result of what going to come to this podcast, and it is Miss Patricia Burrow's story.
1: Oh, oh like well, were you saying that this is our last episode?
0: Yeah. Um, right? You looking? I don't like. You're really confused because I'm super psyched about your story, dude. Before you start, though, what is the animal?
1: It is a sea lion.
0: Just gotta ask this. What you guys feel about domesticated um orcas?
1: Like in captivity, like in zoos?
0: Yeah, like, like in Miami. Yeah,
1: I'm not okay with in
0: that. World, all. Dude.
1: That is a conversation for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not <laughs> okay. I'm not okay with that at all.
2: No, nah, what it, was, it was, yeah. I it mean, wasn't right how they caught yeah, how they caught them to
0: begin with.
1: Have you seen um, what is it called, Blackfish?
0: Blackfish, yeah, I see it.
1: Yeah, I, it. I think but anybody I'd... with any sense, if they watch that, they would be opposed to.
0: But like honest, I don't think they could let
1: the no, the, not,
0: the dolphin. Point. Yeah, they couldn't just send that dolphin. The sorry, orca. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Not at this point. No, it's too, <sighs> too little, too late.
0: I, I'm, I'm pretty... pretty. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, I'm pretty
2: sure they track their pods they came from because all pods of orcas have different, like, languages. They all speak a different language or their own dialect or whatever it is. So, no, can't just release it into like a pond with some random wild ones.
0: They don't. Is that research you you see, bro? Like, dolphins, every pod, the pods, yeah, a different language,
2: bro. Well, uh, they have a different uh, way of communicating. Alright. That's what I heard. So no. no.
3: Yeah.
2: Just like all humans, we don't speak the same language. We're in Dialogue. different parts. Yeah, dialects.
0: They're the same. Wait, you talking about like English, Spanish, French? Like yeah, the yeah, dolphins yeah. got like a breakdown like that shit? No, yeah. Well, I guess just
2: the way they communicate. Pods communicate with each other a certain way that another pod won't understand. So Wow. What's that what's that door, name in the in that uh Miami Seaquarium? Lola? Didn't
1: in she well. die though? I don't know. Lolita. I don't know. Lolita, right? Lolita.
0: Is that Lolita? In the Miami aquarium dolphin. Why you think they can't domesticate sharks?
1: Oh no, <laughs> she's still alive.
0: Still alive.
2: I've I've countless stories of dolphins saving human lives.
1: Yeah.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What What were you talking about?
1: I'm going to talk a little bit towards the end about how the Navy uses sea lions and
3: dolphins.
0: Oh, really, dude? It's very
1: brief.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'll expand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, do you want me to tell you about the unnamed sea lion?
0: (gasps) What's its name?
1: Unnamed. Damn. So, first of all, do you guys know the difference between sea lions and seals?
0: No. No.
1: Sea lions are cuter. They have a, a little ear <laughs> flap on the side of their head. Seals don't have that. It. It's just a hole. So their head is just flat, where the sea lion has like a little.
2: Oh, lion ears. Gotcha. Sea lion. lion. Yeah, that's and a sea lion
1: and... and seals, the other one.
2: Seals just the, the yeah. bald look. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. And the this isn't part of the story but i was reading about them because then i got interested and the major like danger to them is commercial fishing and plastic in the ocean so don't be an asshole keep plastic out of the ocean if you think they're cute because they are cute they're so cute um but the story i'm gonna tell you guys is about a guy named kevin Hines, and Kevin Hines is, I think he's my age now, but in 2000, when he was 19 years old, he tried to commit suicide. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Kevin was adopted when he was four. He kind of had a traumatic child, early childhood. I think his brother died. I think his parents were into, I don't know if they were into doing drugs or selling drugs, but he ends up being adopted by this couple named Pat and Debbie Hines, and He said that once he was adopted by them, he had a pretty good life until the point where he was around 17, 17 and a half. This is when he's diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which are with psychotic features, which is something that his birth parents also suffered from. And his life started to really change drastically. Before that, he was super engaged and involved in school activities. He was on the wrestling team. He played football. He was, like, on the drama club. Like, he was just an involved good kid. And then 17 and a half came. I guess maybe something triggered. Because I know sometimes during puberty, like, psychotic things, uh, uh, mental health issues and stuff, they're brought out where they may have been dormant. So something must have happened to trigger that incident. And so he starts really feeling depressed. He's paranoid. He's having panic attacks. He's starting to hallucinate. So when he's 19 years old, on Monday, September 25th, he takes a bus to the Golden Gate Bridge, which we had an episode about. So if you haven't heard it, you should. But it's it's a place where a lot of people commit suicide. I think something like a year there's over 30 suicides in the Golden State Bridge. They don't really. When we talked about it, we said that they don't. They don't show the numbers anymore, right? Or was that the Okigahara?
0: No, I think he, uh, you had mentioned they didn't show any numbers anymore. Or do they, click No, I think they don't show the numbers anymore.
2: For yeah. they don't publish right, publicize they don't it, publicize it.
1: Right. Okay. So <laughs> he throw. He jumps. He jumps, and he says that right in the moment where he jumps. Like, it hits him, like, oh, my God, I did the wrong thing. And so, I don't know how he does this, but he turns himself around or he lands in the water, legs first. The results are not good. He ends up crushing his spine. He breaks an ankle. I think he breaks a leg. Like, he's just pretty immobile once he hits that water. And so, he goes under. Eventually, he does come up to the surface, but he's not able to float because of the severity of his injuries so he's there in the water he's like i want to live but he can't float right and so he does an interview with abc 7 news i'm going to read you the direct quote of what he said happened when he was in the water quote something began circling beneath me and i mean something very large very slimy and very alive and I'm freaking out and I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. I didn't die jumping off that stupid bridge and a shark is going to eat me. I realized I'm not trying to stay afloat. I'm now lying on my back, being kept buoyant by this thing. So this thing, which he thinks is a shark at that point, is keeping him up, like above the water. Eventually, a Coast Guard picks him up. The story begins to circulate. And as the story begins to circulate, he's going on different outlets. He gets a letter from someone, uh, the person's name. Let me see if I have the person's name. Pretty sure I did have the person's name. Morgan, the guy's name is Morgan, writes him a letter and is like, Kevin, I'm so very glad you're alive. I was standing less than two feet away, two feet from where you jumped. Until this day, no one had told me whether you lived or died. By the way, it wasn't a shark. There was a sea lion and the people above looking down believed it to be keeping you afloat. Uh so obviously people
0: whoa (laughs) no I just say, whoa (laughs) (laughs) but like something would have to keep him afloat right like I'm pretty sure that a lot of people that that do that dive once your spine crack and your legs broke you're not going to be able to swim out But most people, they're going to hit and break bones and drown, drown in pain because you can't swim. You can't move anything.
1: Yeah. He says that there are other people that called the news station after he appeared and they said there were two different things. There were people like there was nothing under him, but there were other people that said, yeah, there was definitely something in the water keeping him afloat that they believed to be a sea lion. Uh, So a lot of people question the validity of the story and that's something that he also addressed. There's a website called Psych Alive and I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's very, very, very long but he says at one point that marine animals like dolphins and sea lions and other creatures have helped save humans and other animals from dangerous situations all over the world. So it wouldn't necessarily be something that is unheard of, right? And then he ends up talking about the guy Morgan that wrote him the letter I'm so glad that you're alive blah 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 so he said that when that happened Morgan told him I have pictures and he took down Morgan's email address and his phone number and he calls him and he's like Morgan can you send me these pictures and this is what he said Yes. Uh, did,
0: what, what, what year was this, dude?
1: 2000. He did this. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't know when he appeared on the news station because it took him a little bit. He regained full mobility, by the way. He's okay. He It took him a little bit to get there. And I think when he showed up on this, he may still have been using a cane because it did take a while for him to be fully okay.
0: What I was thinking is like, you, you got like that phone camera in 2000 to get that picture going, right?
1: Yeah, but maybe it was an actual camera, camera, because I don't know that the visual of a phone camera back then would have been too good. Okay,
0: okay.
1: But maybe, he doesn't say what the picture came from, but this is.
0: This is is a picture of the dolphin. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, the sea lion.
1: Yeah, but this is what he said. Quote, he obliged. The problem, I unknowingly gave him my father's email address. My dad was not prepared for, nor would he ever willingly want to see what came through to his inbox. He opened his email, clicked a button, and out popped a picture from bird's eye view of my near lifeless body laying atop a circling sea lion. The picture was grotesque, morbid, and yet, at the very same time, beautiful. My father was an emotional wreck, and he nearly fell out of his chair. When he composed himself and he showed me the picture... And together, we agreed that no one should see it. With the click of the button, it was gone. To those who read this, I say, believe it or don't, that's completely up to you. I know the truth, and in this case, and that is all that matters. Unquote. Mm -hmm. So he is one of less than 40 Golden Gate Bridge suicide attempt survivors. Him and his wife started a foundation. It's called the Kevin and Margaret Hines Foundation, and their focus is to provide mental health education and suicide prevention information. Uh, and they do this by through research initiatives. By He does a lot of speaking engagements, especially with younger people. You can Google this guy. He's all over the place. He has a YouTube channel. Um, and his story's been featured on a number of outlets. He's appeared in a number of documentaries. He's a really passionate advocate for the net. I know we talked about it during the Golden... Uh, gate bridge episode the gate that they're building that's going to help save lives and that's supposed to be finished up this year so that's kevin hines and the sea lion and i will tell you a little bit about i'll wait to you guys to see if you have questions but i'll tell you a little bit of, more about sea lions and the u.s navy if you want
0: i want Okay. i want to but i just want to i, I want to just true out could this have been anything but a sea lion He described it slimy. He described it under the water. I guess it would be more incredible if it was a fish, right?
1: It's not a fish. Let me tell you why. Apparently, it was very large. Do you know how uh, much a sea lion can weigh? No clue. There's Mm -mm. a bunch of different breeds of sea lions, by the way. But female sea lions can weigh up to 600 pounds. Male sea lions can weigh up to 2,200 pounds. A male sea lion can be up to 11 feet long.
3: Whoa! What? What?
1: Yeah,
2: do not look that big in the picture.
1: <laughs> well, there's Dude, big, e- there's big ones.
0: <laughs> Eleven feet is huge, man. there's like there's huge. like taller than a, a basketball yeah. post, man. Huh? Is the is like sea lions a common deal? in that particular area
1: i think that's why that's the consensus that it's a sea lion i don't know how clearly you can see that it's a sea lion in the picture right i don't know uh but i think it's because of the location and just the pictures that people saw they're like it's a sea lion
0: you think the sea lion could have detect if he like wanted to die and would it just leave him to die you think the sea lion detect the fact that he wanted to live Ooh. Let me just, yeah, let me throw that to you. Let me throw that to you.
1: Uh, I think animals can sense distress, and I think maybe the sea lion sensed distress. And hmm. maybe the sea lion sensed he's trying to float and was under him to help him. There's also, I didn't do it, but there's a story of a beluga whale who did the same, Got actually a diver was sinking, and she grabbed her leg. Her legs became paralyzed, I think because of Something with the water, and she grabbed one of her legs and took her up to the shore. And then that's a pretty popular story too. I'll look forward to send it to you guys so you can read it, but I didn't cover that one.
2: Wake it up. What's your other one?
1: So I don't have another one, but it's just about sea lions. So since 1959, the US Navy has actually trained a small force of bottlenose dolphins and sea lions to recover lost equipment. Intercept intruders and ports and detect buried sea mines. Uh, A few years after 1959, they got this idea because they went to a sequer. I think it was like the first aquarium, oceanarium, whatever you want to call it. I actually think it was in Florida. And when they saw like the trained dolphins, they they kind of got an idea. They played around with a couple of different animals. But I think they realized that what really was working were the sea lions and the dolphins. And so that's what they stuck with. They use more sea lions. They use more dolphins than sea lions, but they use they have about 50 I think 45 to 50 sea lions that they use for this program. So a few years after 1959, they developed this program called the Marine Mammal Program. Just so you know, that sea lions can dive up to 900 feet. I think dolphins is something like 1,100 feet. So they can both dive pretty deep in the water. And I'm going to read to you guys how I didn't write all of it down. I just wrote the sea lion parts, but I'm going to read it from an article on the Insider. And it says the mk5 mms object recovery system are sea lions that locate and attach recovery lines to navy equipment like a diver's drop tool or a training mine that can be pulled from the water the mk6 mms intruder interdiction system is dolphins and sea lions that work with security personnel to find and apprehend unauthorized swimmers or divers that could threaten ships and people. The mammals tap and tag the intruder, who then are nabbed by security sailors. The US Navy says the animals are treated really well, that they're not held captive, that if they want to leave, that they can leave, that once they're finished working with their trainer for the day, they're able to pretty much do as they please even if that means like never returning back but i guess typically they do but there is a guy named Darian Wilson he was not Darian Wilson i'm sorry there is a guy named Richard O'Barry and Richard was actually in the navy and he was actually once an animal trainer he worked for the Miami East aquarium for 10 years he trained dolphins for flipper And I guess he had an aha moment and he's like, we're not doing right by these animals. And in this particular article, he's quoted as saying, I like the Navy. I've spent five of the most important years of my life in the Navy, but I don't like what the Navy does with dolphins. So there's different feelings about it, I guess. There's people that say they're getting the very best care. They're happy. They're free. They're doing what they want. And then there's people that are like, nope. And they are investing money in the program to use technology. They're saying the technology is not going to be as good as the dolphins. Uh, first aspects of, of, of what these animals do, not for all of it. Technology is not going to be able to do all of it right now, but they said in the article that if the program does end, that the mammals will remain with the Navy. Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. I'm processing so much right now.
2: So, a lot, a lot of, uh, animals like dolphins that i'm pretty sure we don't know all the stories of all the animals that they use in the navy and what mm-hmm. they do with them because i feel like sometimes these ships underwater the uh, what do you call it the submarines whatever there's always some story of whales washing on shore washing up on shore you know pods of whales washing up on shore actually I don't, remember when i went down to key west and we had to rescue that whale yeah That was, that was, I don't know what happened to those whales, but they were all deformed and shit, but it was kind of cool getting in there, holding the whales up above water just to make sure they survive. But I feel like there's so much noise pollution down there. That's why some of these animals jump out. I don't know. I'm not a marine scientist, although I I was, I wanted to do it, but you know, I can't swim. So you did something else.
0: (laughs) I thought that was so amazing.
1: It's never too late to learn how to swim, dude. It was
0: late.
2: <laughs> it, it's true. I, 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 can, I can take some lessons.
0: But man, that's pretty cool, dude. Wait, you got to swim? No. You
2: can float.
1: We've been through this. We did yeah. the, the, <laughs> the treasure episode, and I was going to be <laughs> the guinea pig that was going to have to swim while you guys hung out on the coast having piña coladas with yeah. the locals. I
0: remember now. I remember now. <laughs>
1: And I remember,
0: yeah. No, because I remember being like, dude, you went and hold the dolphin up to help it breed, and you can't swim. You helped I, the, I, the whale thing, and it's like, why
2: it's you can't swim just up to your waist? So it was up to my waist, so I was okay with walking
0: <laughs> in there. I don't understand the story, I, I, I don't understand how they're using the, the animals for war. What they do it.
1: No, it's not for war. It's they train them to help them in the water. So dolphins can detect mines, which are a big thing. Oh, Um, so the sea lions don't do that. What the sea lions do is that they're able to recover equipment that's fallen. They'll pull them from the water and they also do intruder interdiction, which they work with security personnel to find and apprehend unauthorized swimmers or divers that could threaten ships, ports, and people. Ooh. They tap and tag the intruder. How? I don't know. And then they're <laughs> nabbed by security sailors.
2: It's like ping, pin the tail on the human.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's it. Well, I mean, they use using them for so much good stuff, I guess. If you could like, yeah, it's get some hard. more stuff in.
1: Yeah, it's hard. It's I, hard, right? Like, it's a hard thing to understand. so like,
0: not not to, I think it's a hard thing to put like um
1: to not understand
0: morality to. it I
1: guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, is it really bad? Is it super bad? They they, they, they like save lives if they go bump into a mine and blow up. <laughs> Ugh,
2: like, if that's the case, Be like, right? I mean, like, that's what they do go get the mine, blow it up with the dolphin. But do they tag it and disarm it? Like, I saw a story of rats in Africa where they use this big rats, put it on a leash, and the rat goes and it senses where the mine is and taps so the people could come and discharge it. I thought they were going to put the rat out there to blow it up. Mm-mm. That's what I think thinking, do. No,
0: that's what they're doing. No. They're blowing no, up the dolphins. No, no, no,
1: no, no. They identify it. But the, the technology that they're working on is technology that will identify it and at that moment dismantle it, which obviously a dolphin cannot do. The dolphin can identify it, but they can't dismantle it. So that's what the technology would replace. Um, but they're saying that technology would not be better at identifying it than a dolphin would.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because nature is perfect.
0: <laughs> Such an idiot right now, dude. Right now in my head. I love I that see you, know you like...
1: thought blowing up dolphins. If they were blowing up dolphins, like people would be enraged, dude. Enraged. If,
0: saying, if they was blowing up the dolphins, nobody would know, dude. They wouldn't say that shit. They would just be blowing up a shitload of dolphins, oh. dude. Yeah. They would just keep that super dog low and just be sending those dolphins out <laughs> to blow up mines. Oh, man. In my head, I see it like, you know, like like two rugged <laughs> dolphins trying to, like, de-arm de- de- a mine. <laughs> like,
2: red wire, yellow wire. Dolf- dolphins are the smartest creatures in the ocean. Just say they're they're second to humans. So humans, or maybe they're in the same wavelength. Look at the Simpsons. You ever seen the Simpsons? They like to predict the future in oh, ships. Purposes. Well, which creature took over the world and put the humans back out to the ocean? Or the dolphins. The dolphins took over. They're pretty smart creatures. Mm-hmm. They protect mm-hmm. people. Like when somebody's being attacked by a shark, who do you want to be in the water with? you? a dolphin. Because a dolphin chases a shark away. I like read it. The... Yeah, Good.
1: I read a story about a family that was like swimming. I don't exactly know where they were in the situation, but they said that a like a group of dolphins kept circling around them. And they're like, oh, this is nice. And then they noticed that the circle got smaller. And when they looked outside of the circle, there were sharks. They were protecting them from sharks. Yeah.
2: Like the one story I read where a lady was swimming and she got a foot not off by a shark. Like it took her foot off. Dolphins came up and protected her until she could get pulled out the water. You know, because the dolphins, the sharks are afraid of dolphins.
0: Why a shark? I mean, that one always confused me, dude. Like, why a shark afraid of a dolphin? You see a shark, dude? A shark will eat shit, man.
1: Maybe it's the number because I think dolphins are social animals and they travel in a pack and I think sharks are loners. So maybe it's the mentality that there's a power and a number i don't know and and, google
2: it and the dolphin moves a lot quicker They circle they poke they like to butt butt into things Butt into sharks yeah
1: it's uh the pen is mightier than the sword (laughs) yes
2: yes put a pen in a dolphin's mouth a weapon for sure
1: I googled, why are sharks scared of dolphins? And it says dolphin will slam their snouts into the soft stomach of the shark which leads to serious internal trauma. Mm -hmm. So in this case, the sword is mightier than the pet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but
0: that's that's, that's weird strategic shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For the dolphin to know to hit the shark belly. And that's the weak spot yep. of the shark. Like, shark don't think like that. Shark just grab shit and, and eat shit, man. Mm-hmm. You're not wow. looking for a belly they're or anything like that. They're, they're misunderstood sharks. But you know what eats
2: a great white shark? Humans. Whoa. No? Yeah, human. shark is delicious, though. Yeah, but, but, but eats a great white shark are those orcas. The orcas would, if you take a shark and you flip it upside down, Whoa. Oh. man, yeah. It it goes to sleep. If you put a shark upside down, it just goes to sleep. So the orcas, what they do is they attack the underside of like uh great whites and eats the liver. It likes the liver of the sharks.
0: God damn. It. Yeah. I mm-hmm. did hear that the uh sharks have certain do you remember the show with Sam Jackson and it's... uh uh Thomas Jane, and he was like sharks, and the shark eats Sam Jackson.
2: Uh, is it but Jaws, the movie you were? Yeah, with? it was. It
0: is was it sharks, man. Sharks, but <laughs> Will Smith. No, the cartoon? no, dude, it was so good. And the shark eats Sam Jackson, dude. But anyway, the whole idea <laughs> was that the sharks had some.
1: Deep blue
0: sea, available for streaming on
1: Tubi.
0: Deep blue sea, (laughs) (laughs) deep blue sea. That was great, but the sharks had like some type of anti-cancerous uh thing in the blood. It have shit going on in animals, dude. That like insane. Before we um before we cut this one out, did you guys know that bubbles went completely insane
1: when Michael died?
0: No, before he died, like,
1: Oh, like, well, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: he had like Alzheimer's. He went like, like you couldn't play, you couldn't play with him and stuff anymore.
1: Mm. Oh, that's sad for him. Sad. Yeah. Did he, did he die before Michael? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, way before. But the reason I think about bubbles is because bubbles shocks. Have what? some animals that no. <laughs> it has like some animals that you just cannot domesticate, dude. You can't bend them to your will. You could make dolphins help you find mines and shit like that. You could do that with dogs. Apparently you could do that with I don't know if you could do well, you say you could do it with these seals and these sea lions. You can't do shit with a shark, dude. You put <laughs> like a shark in like an encaved area. That shark will just die. That's it. Yeah. You could catch a shark and you could kill it. That's it. You can't get that shark to do anything. You can't get him to do tricks. None of that shit. Mm-mm. Same thing good? with the cat in a lot of ways, dude.
1: I was going to say good for that shark. Yeah. Yeah. Your Entertainment. It's a shark.
0: <laughs> Same thing with the cat, dude. I'm telling you, the only reason that we love cats so is because the cats don't have the ability to kill us. But the cat have the same personality that if it gonna kill us, it'd have no way we could like interact with that. It, it would probably have cases where you could like spend 10 years with the cat and you and the cat cool. You know? But it would still be that animal that could just flip on you just like that. It'd scratch you up. Yeah. Creatures. If a, If a cat could eat you we couldn't hang out with cats,
1: but you some know? can, and people do hang out with them.
0: You talk about like lions, and you talk about Mike Tyson like and tiger cat. and shit like that, mm-hmm. like big cats. Yeah, like Tiger King, dude, or all those people from Saudi Arabia that have them as pets in their house. Apparently, that's a thing, bro. You say mm-hmm. that like it's the but it's mm-hmm.
2: a deal. That. They're gonna eat you. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pets it's, have um, cheetahs as pets. Lions as pets, and their friends come to play with these pets in these countries, and they're like, "Oh, he's chasing you, ha ha!" I was like, "No, oh, that's that's not that's not cool. That's that's a that's a full fledged beast right there. It'll eat you if it could. Can't domesticate mm. these things. Not supposed to. You can't you turn heard? Off a hoe into heard? a housewife,
1: <laughs>
2: but you could.
1: I know. I've seen it." <laughs>
2: <laughs> just put a pole in the kitchen. You're good. <laughs> wow. So, so, so random story. You heard about the dogs, like a 911, those rescue dogs that they had, mm-hmm. man's best friend. After finding so many dead bodies, after a while they get depressed. So what they would do is to put live bodies in there, just to you know, here go find a live body, and they'd be excited where the person comes out alive, just to. Bring their hopes up, you know. Are you playing, dude? No, no, true? that's what they do. Yeah. So oh, wow, okay. All dead body, dead body, dead body. Find a live body. That makes sense. No, no,
0: cool. no, no. I I'm sure I can help with training too. Did, yeah. I mean,
1: did they use animals during the Surfside collapse?
0: I'm not sure. I'm sure they did. I'm not yeah, sure. I they yeah,
1: I would think they would.
0: I think they would too.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, goddamn. That was some uplifted, interested ass shit. <laughs> Call it any closer thoughts on some of these animal lifesavers, buddy? Nah,
2: just just go go hug your pet. Give them a bath if they stink, you know.
1: Not giving a cat a bath.
2: <laughs> I did that already a long time ago. <laughs> I've done
1: it too. It's not yeah. Not worth it. No, I mean I did had it, to, but yeah.
0: <laughs> did it a couple times. Not necessary. It is not necessary. No,
1: no, not not usually.
0: Not usually. Patty, close the dots.
1: Animals are the best. So the best. So
0: the best. Guys, please check out the Instagram. Check out the um old episodes. Recommend to a friend. We're going to be seeing you soon. See ya. Bye. <laughs>